welcome to the Infinity Rose Podcast, the only podcast that's perfectly balanced, as all things should be. Again, I am Infinity Bro Isaac. I have a very special guest with me that we are going to talk about some very cool things, and his name is Dr. Baron Bell. Baron, how are you doing today? What's up, Infinity Bro Isaac, man? Yes, you you are very balanced. Yes, <laughs> Thanos, Thanos would be proud. Thanos would <laughs> thank be you, proud thank you. you. That's that's our goal is to make Thanos proud <laughs> out of all the things. <laughs> that's what we're trying to do. <laughs> <That> you could <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, man. So uh, we're going to talk about a couple different things with you, but uh, the first thing I want to do is we want to get to know you a little bit. So. Uh, Baron, why don't you just tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, My name is Baron Bell. Uh, Other people know me as Dr. Baron Bell. I am a professor of art and design at Liberty University and George Fox University. Um, And uh, I am also a comic book artist, comic book creator and creator of Dominion Fall of the House of Saul. And I am an unashamed, self-avowed comic book nerd. Um, who loves Jesus. So. Yeah, that's what we love to hear here in the Finish Bros mm-hmm. podcast. We're all about the nerds. <laughs> uh, so that is awesome. And that's actually what we're having you on to talk about today is uh, Dominion followed the House of Saul. Um, for those of you in the Infinity Bros universe, that's what we call our, our little crew and of listeners. For those of you in the Infinity Bros universe who have been paying attention, we actually wrote a review that you can find on theinfinitybros.com of chapter one of Dominion Fall of the House of Saul, which came out this summer. I believe that was like August. Yeah, that was August summer Mm -hmm. was the drop. And um, man, uh, I was the one that wrote that review and it was a fantastic comic. Like I I wouldn't consider myself a comic expert. I love reading comics, but my well of, excuse me, knowledge and, and everything of comics is probably a little more surface level. I really enjoy mm-hmm. reading comics, but I, I could not tell you the exact uh, issues and everything <laughs> that all the main storylines happen in. I just yeah, I just yeah. enjoy reading comics. I'm a, I'm a casual yeah. comic book reader. But this uh, chapter one of Dominion Followed the House of Saul was fantastic. So great job Thank on you. that. Um, Infinity Bros Universe, check that out on the infinitybros.com on the daily snap. Um, but Dr. Baron Bell, we are going to start out with what we call the infinity gauntlet. Okay. Right so, I know it sounds scary, but don't be let's, afraid. Let's put it on. Let's put it on. <laughs> okay. So the infinity <laughs> gauntlet is a little segment that we like to do to get to know some of our guests that we have. So what we're going to do is we're going to uh, kind of shoot you some questions for you to answer sure. from each of the infinity bros. So the first Absolutely. one that I have for you is from infinity bro max. His okay. uh, Infinity Gauntlet question is Liger or Tigan? Oh, that's a good <laughs> one. A lot of times uh, our questions are not hmm. necessarily nerd related. So I would like to go. I would like to say I would like to say uh uh Liger. 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 Okay. Uh yeah, like that's yeah. the that's the kind of more mainstream answer. So that's a good, yeah. That's a good way to go. <laughs> well, not to mention, I mean, you know, um, you know, the lions are on the top, lions are in dominion. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Yeah, I'm there you go. Biased, there you, you know go, man. So. That's a great. That's a great way to relate it to, <laughs> to what we're talking about today. I love that. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so okay, so I'm gonna warn you, forewarn you here. This is a little, maybe a little controversial. So, 
Infinity Bro Mark is kind of our our spicy Infinity Bro. He likes okay. to, he likes to spice things up. Let's on the keep Infinity it spicy. Come on, so, keep it spicy. <laughs> so you're an employee of uh, Liberty University. He asks, "What is your uncensored opinion of Jerry Falwell?" <laughs> <laughs> i know i know it's a little spicy I, I, take that for what you will this is infinity remarks so, i love you know. him I, I i love jerry farwell <laughs> okay all right yeah he, he's a he's a he's a cool dude <laughs> all right all right cool i'm not i'm gonna leave it at that i'm not gonna dig any deeper because that's what marks likes to do i do not like to dig deeper so, <laughs> so yeah yeah go. yeah yeah we we, we got it we got to keep it keep keep it right <laughs> let's keep it light all right next question this one is also from mark he he uh gave me two questions for you so he says what other book of the bible would you like to base a comic off of so for those of you infinity bro universe and people that maybe have not ever heard of dominion this is a comic book based on the book of first Samuel. And uh, yeah, Mark is wondering what other book of the Bible would you like to base a comic book off of? Well, um, we are already planning <clears throat> to uh, go into uh, the book of Kings. Um, so that's already a part of the plan because we're, we're, like we're getting down, getting down into the nitty gritty of, uh, of uh, David and then Solomon. So, so we're traveling through some books, but other than that, I really, Honestly, man, I would love to do the judges, and and if I yes. if I can if I have a, a you know listen we we've planned out a couple of years of Dominion storyline that will take us through Solomon, and I hadn't had an idea of what to do after that. Uh, we don't know yet, but you know judges would be cool to yes. kind of see in the world of Dominion in in this universe Absolutely. of this lineage. So I, uh, judges I would definitely wholeheartedly, be wholeheartedly. Not that you need my approval, but I wholeheartedly back that idea because Judges is one of my favorite books of the Bible. And it's got so many epic oh, stories that you could absolutely translate into like come graphic novels. Come on, novel man. Form, man. I oh. mean, listen, that dude Shamgar, come on. Can you see him as this dude? <laughs> oh, he's got this this spear and he's just... Seriously. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> like, I mean, I want, I want to read a comic about Ehud just slicing open Eglon's Ooh, uh, just this big fat wow. king, like deep oh my cut gosh. right can there. You, but can you see him like Jabba the Hut? You know what <laughs> yes. I'm saying? It's like Eglon. Oh, Eglon man. is that would Eglon be fantastic. Jabba the Hut. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, now you can use this uh, minisode for yeah. for further ideas, for further content there for your go. comics. That you're I'll talk be to my co-writer so. <laughs> about it. <laughs> oh man, that's that's fantastic. I love it. All right, I've got one more question for you to complete the Infinity Gauntlet. This one is from me. What is the most influential comic book to you? So, as a comic book creator and, like you said, just overall nerd and comic book lover, what is the most influential comic book um, to you in your life? The wow, Isaac, come on, man. Why do you do that to me? There's so many. There's so many. I know. I know. Uh, I will say, I will say, uh, when you say influential, I have to think of uh, not just something that I enjoyed, but something that kind of moved me uh, emotionally and mentally in, in my imagination. Um, oh, gosh, man. I would have to say um, Frank Miller, The Dark Knight Returns. Yes. Um, yes. You know, because it's like, uh, you know, here's the thing, and and, and I, I have to put that kind of right, slow, slightly above uh, Mark Silvestri's run on the X Men, because 
they both moved me in different ways, but Frank Miller moved me creatively, mm. creatively. Yes. And, 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 cool. and in a dark uh, way of telling a story in a challenging way of, and, and thinking about uh, mortality and thinking about aging and thinking about inevitable death and thinking about how Batman what life is life in a post Batman world, you know what I'm saying? And so yeah, it's like, absolutely going, going places like that. Comics really didn't go too many places like that. When Frank Miller wrote the dark Knight. I mean, right. yes, there were really deep stories, but when you challenge a superhero like that, that to me is, is pretty classic. Yeah. Yeah. That is a fantastic graphic novel, man. I, that's one that, I feel like a lot of people can look back at and just be like, you know what, if you're, if you're looking at a quintessential comic book run or story, this is one of those that you look at and you're like, this, this is it. Like this one you can look back at and everybody can point to and just be like, this is a fantastic story. So I think most people can agree on that. Right. Yeah, definitely. And you know, the first time I read that, I was weirded out by honestly the like art style just because I had read more traditional, you know, comic books and art and stuff like that. But yeah, it just fits, you know, like this, it fits the story so well. And I just grew to appreciate the art a lot more after I'd read it through once or twice. And I was like, you know what? Like, this makes sense. This is like a dark, gritty um, comic book. And it just did. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm glad that he wasn't afraid to go there. Right. It's it's more it is more uh, artsy than mm. your typical comic book. Right. Yeah, it's not your typical comic book uh, art and just you mm. know kind of linear, normal. I guess I, I don't know. If it's hard to say normal because there's so many just different styles of of art and comic books, but it's it's definitely out there, and that yeah. kind of that just distracted me one of the first times I read Mm -hmm. it, but actually, okay. So I I have one more for you. Uh, Infinity Road Jarrett just shot me a question. He says, zebra cakes or cosmic brownies? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to answer that. Uh, I like brownies, so Mm. (laughs) let's go with the cosmic brownies. brownies. (laughs) All right. I think he's a zebra cake guy, so I don't know if he'd he'd uh, be all right with that. But uh, okay, but well, what yeah. I will say is it's that a, you it's answered. A, it's, a, it's a it's a big world. <laughs> it's a big world. You got it, and you answered all these uh, with and passed the Infinity Gauntlet with flying colors. Yes, so, yes. Congratulations, yes, you have made it through the Infinity Gauntlet, and we are going to dive into Dominion. So yes. I'm just going to read off uh, kind of this synopsis here uh, uh, from Terminus Media, the, the your guys' website. Dominion is on the edge of war in the midst of a time of trouble is a family in crisis, a king who has lost favor of his divinity, a son seeking his father's approval, a daughter longing for purpose beyond being a princess and a queen struggling behind the scenes to keep up the empire together. Dominion, the fall of the house of Saul is a sci-fi fantasy biblical allegory based on the book of first Samuel. The comic book is coming August, 2020, Obviously, that is uh, in reference to chapter one. Uh, if you like Star Wars, Dune, Game of Thrones, Chronicles of Narnia, then you'll love Dominion, a graphic novel created by comic book writer and college art educator, Dr. Baron Bell. It is uh, an honor to be speaking with the creator of Dominion today. <laughs> <laughs> so again, welcome. Uh, if you oh, if you on, haven't man. felt welcome enough in the, in the first uh, 10 oh, minutes here. Oh, come on. <laughs> 
So, okay. The check gonna, is in the mail. Isaac. The check, check is, is in the mail. mail. All right. All right. Um, so first of all, we're talking about Dominion, but what I want to know first, uh, Baron, is kind of if you would speak to just a little bit of your background as an artist and what led you to create Dominion, Follow the House of Saul, um, that would be fantastic sure, for the Infinity sure. Bros universe. Yeah, I am, um, you know, yes, I'm a college professor, uh, but that is in the realm of art. I've developed uh, a, a master's level comic book course for Liberty University. Uh, I've, I've taught, um, you know, basic art, but also advanced art, figure drawing, perspective, the whole nine, the whole gamut, 3D modeling and all that stuff. So I'm, I'm an art head. I'm, I'm in that kind of a, a headspace. And my, my training is really traditional art, painting, drawing, uh, and all that. Um, but I'm also a comic book nerd and I've been doing comic books ever since 2001. Actually, my first, my first book was a self-published, uh, comic book called Cobalt Warrior Angel. And, uh, I did that book, uh, kind of like as a response to Blade back in the day, <laughs> Wesley Snipes Blade. I was like, you know, nice. if, if they can do it for vampires, why can't we do it for angels? So it's like, you know, so, you know, maybe one of these days I'll revisit that story, but um, you know, my thing is, um, you know, as a comic book fan and as an artist, um, my whole goal has always been to do stories that I would like to see that, that, that aren't necessarily out there or that are not necessarily represented. Um, and so, you know, for instance, the angel situation, okay, we'll have angels fighting demons instead of vampires fighting vampires, you know what I'm saying? Or, or um, you know, uh, you know, my my Cobalt character, he was a, a young black kid, and you know, this was before Miles Morales. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, I'm trying to 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 do some representation. You know, as a black man, you know, and as a Christian, you know, there's not a whole lot out there for me. And mm -hmm. so I'm like, okay, well, I have to make things for myself in order to put it out in the world. And so going through the years, you know, I have kind of grown and been doing comic books over that period of time. Uh, and then I hooked up with Terminus Media back in 09 and we started doing other books. You know, I did a book called Radio Free America, which is uh, World War Three from the urban perspective. That's on TerminusMedia.com as well. Um, and for a couple of years, we were doing that. But then uh, I think. I started to get a little disillusioned. Um, and, and of course, my wife, my beautiful wife is always telling me, you, why aren't you doing more for, you know, the kingdom? Why aren't you doing more work that's reflective of your Christian walk and of, of your relationship with God? And um, she was telling me that for a long time. You know, I mean, I'm hard headed. I think a lot of men were just hard headed. Oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? We, we just want to we got to knock our head up against the wall until we draw blood <laughs> and then we start to change. <laughs> so, yeah, yep, yep. Uh, and after a while, it's like, you know, uh, I, I stepped away from Radio Free America and from comics in general for a couple of years. I think I had to really uh, find out. I had to work on my walk with, with Jesus and, and really kind of, uh, kind of put, put things into perspective, put my family first, uh, and figure out who I was as a husband and in my job and all that other stuff. And so I was developing these classes for Liberty and, you know, I was just kind of just really doing the thing that a, a, an adult should do, which is to try to figure out how to become a mature individual. Um, and then, um, uh, I think fast forward to 2019, I started to get the bug again. 
And I'm like, I need to get back in the game, but what am I going to do? I don't know what I'm going to do, but I do want to do something that's reflective of my walk with Jesus. Uh, I wanted to do something that was that that I could put into the world that was that was cool, good, something that could have legacy uh, and outlast me, uh, but be but be but be cool. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, yeah. you know, there's a lot of stuff out there um, that's Christian based that is kind of cheesy. You know what I'm saying? Or it's 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 preaching to the choir, or it's 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 just. Uh, uh, not, uh, it, it doesn't have the production value that would warrant a, a, a large audience accepting it, you know? And so, right. and that's not to say that all, all of it is. I, I've seen lots of really good Christian-based material. I mean, shoot, VeggieTales is one of the best, you know, <laughs> children's television out there, yeah, uh, video series out there. Uh, the Chosen, uh, which was the crowdfunded a uh, story about Jesus Christ, his story, which is amazing, crowd crowdfunded for a whole streaming series. Um, my co-writer Daniel Hancock does a, a, a an audio drama called End of Darkness, which you can find on Amazon. And so, uh, you know, the, there are really good stuff out there, and I think that people are starting to wake up. Christians, we're starting to wake up to this idea that we don't have to sacrifice quality to tell a good story and to infuse our our, our message in that. But you don't lead with the message because that's the problem. You, you, when you lead with a message, people feel like they're being preached to. And I think that was a, a lot of a, a downfall. And I had to learn from that myself because, you know, that was my first inclination. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm a Christian. Right. I need to tell people about Jesus. I need to you know, deliver the gospel message, whatever. But I, I started to learn and listen to a lot of good pastors and, and, and just really kind of delving into my walk. And learning that um, Christianity is more Christianity is 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 not a religion necessarily. It's about a relationship, it's about a relationship. Yeah. And how do relationships start? They start with hello, <laughs> <laughs> hello. My name is such and such or so and so. Hello. That's how relationships start, and yeah. then you grow from there, right? And so when I when I started. To think about what would be cool, I started to look at what was around me and what was I what was I watching and what was I interested in and what was I excited about. And I would see, you know, uh, the Chronicles of Narnia movie and I would see uh, Star Wars, which I love. And, and, you know, by the way, guys, if you're not watching The Mandalorian, you need to oh be goodness. watching. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> that's a that's a whole other conversation, Isaac. We don't have time. <laughs> we'll but, have to have you on as a as a guest on our on our main podcast so you can nerd out with we, us about please, stuff like that. Any, so. any day of the week. But <laughs> but but I was starting to see and, and I started to realize it's like, OK, I need to tell a story I want to see. I need to tell a story I want to read. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And so. That's where I started to say, okay, well, what, what am I reading in the Bible that I would want to see in a comic book form? Because I'd always wanted to do that, but I didn't want to do like swords and sandals and all of that. And so I said, okay, I keep going back to the book of First Samuel. I keep going back to it. My wife would tease me like, you always, why don't you read anything else? And so I'm <laughs> like, I just keep going back to it. And so it's just because I think the book of First Samuel which talks about the birth of a nation. And, and then of course the, the ultimate downfall of a king and the rise of the king, uh, which is David. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an enclosed three act narrative. 
it, it really is. I mean, and then of course it, it, it lends itself to sequels and you know what I'm saying? It's, this is almost kind of like the template for Star Wars. I'm like, okay, I get it. This is where the story is. This is where my story is. And now how do I want to be different than anybody else out there? And how do I want to be cool and relevant? Well, let me take things that I love and things that have been successful. Cause this is one thing I tell my students. It's like, you can't, you're not operating in a vacuum. Don't, don't do that because you need to look at what works. Mm -hmm. You need to look at what has made money and what has been successful and what has been well-received by the populace. And so I'm like, okay, Star Wars, of course, uh, I look at Battlestar Galactica, the movie Dune. Um, when I was a kid, I loved, uh, I loved Transformers and mechs and Robotech and Gundam. And so I'm looking at all these cool franchises and these cool things. And I'm like, man, I want all of that in my book. <laughs> and yes. so, and so, but then I said, okay, well, how do I want to deal with the main characters? How do I want to deal with the, the, I wanted to actually delve into the family dynamic because you really don't get a whole lot of that in the biblical text. And so I wanted to say, okay, I want this to be a family drama, but I also want this to be about invasion. So it's like, the 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 enemies are at the gate but you still have a family dynamic that you have to deal with the dad is already kind of spiraling mm -hmm. and as the dad spirals the family spirals and then the kingdom spirals yeah. and it's a it's a ripple effect and i'm like okay this is a cool story and so but i wanted to instead of use human characters as as the characters i wanted them to be anthropomorphic characters animal human hybrids primarily because when you look at a human you already come with a bias if he's a white guy you come with a bias if he's a black guy you come with a bias if it's a woman you come with a bias if it's you know what i'm saying someone yeah, who is of absolutely. middle eastern descent you come with a bias if it's an asian you come with a bias if it's a lion no bias yeah, right yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So anybody can 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 be welcome into the story because animals are benign. C.S. Lewis said this very thing. This is one of the reasons why he used animals as a conduit for, 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 for truth telling, because animals have this kind of uncanny uh, ability not, through no action of their own, just, just by, just by being animals to allow us humans to see something of ourselves within them. Just like we, we give our, 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 our pets names and, and we, we look at them and they have personalities, you know what I'm saying? It's like, we see that not necessarily because they do or don't, it's just that what we're transposing onto them. And so this is what made, that decision very easy for me because I want everybody to be able to pick up Dominion and see something of themselves in the characters. Uh, you know, it's a family dynamic. So you you have a son and a father and a wife and a husband and all of that. And right. you can probably see a little bit of your family in the family of Saul. That is awesome. That is awesome. Thank you so much for that little background. Uh, what I want to talk about right now is we're just going to briefly chat about chapter one which again, if you guys uh, uh, have not checked out our review on theinfinitybros.com of chapter one, uh, go check that out right now. Um, I don't, I don't know if this technically applies, but I am going to be talking about parts in the comic. So I'm going to put a spoiler bumper here, uh, just in case of those of you who want to check it out and you haven't, you should definitely go spoiler read this alert. comic first. Spoiler alert! All right, so here we go. Um, 
I'm going to, so I'm going to just read a little bit of, of part of my review on the daily snap here. Um, uh, so just background, I grew up in a Christian home, so I, I consume Christian media, you know, all the time. Um, and there is a stereotype about Christian media. And, and part of that I'm writing about here in my article, many times media that is produced by Christians tends to be made for Christians who are generally very forgiving when it comes to the actual quality of the media, as long as it retains a Christian perspective. Because of this, I was cautiously optimistic and told myself to keep this on my radar. But fast forward to being, uh, man, a part of like, you you are able to get me a, a copy of the of chapter one before it dropped in August. And I read this chapter one and I was blown away by the quality of the, of the comic itself. Like this is a comic that I would present to anybody, um, you know, Christian or not, because it's a fantastic comic. And that's what I think people look for um, when they're, when they're, you know, being drawn to stories and drawn to comic books and, you know, anything like that is the quality of the story. It's not, it's not necessarily the theme of the story because there are a lot of comics that have good themes. They have good plots, but uh, it's just not well executed, which I, I did not get at all uh, going over chapter one. So kudos, uh, Baron, for chapter one being fantastic. Um, I and this is I don't buy current comics because it's just too much to keep up with for me. Like I, I like um, reading, you know, a comicsology. I'll read some online comics. Um, I, I'll get like the graphic novel, like the trade paperbacks and stuff like that of collections of runs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. If I really mm-hmm. like the story and I yep. went after I read this, I went and pre-ordered uh, chapter one <laughs> immediately because I was like, this is awesome. I can't wait to get my hard copy, which I have upstairs. I didn't uh, didn't bring it down here with me. But chapter mm-hmm. one is amazing. Like I, I really, really enjoyed um, a lot of the choices you made here and Thank you. and one of them being the anthropomorphic characters because you're totally right like you come into this comic and you don't you don't have a bias or for any of these characters and you really just have to read the story and find out how it plays out to see where it's going you know like a lot of times you can read a story and based on the body language and the attitude of the characters you can kind of see which direction they're taking it and in this one, I was, I mean, I was intrigued uh, at the start, especially which uh, my favorite character, which is Samuel, who <laughs> you presented as a raven. I mean, yeah. this dude is, he's not messing around. <laughs> like, I love that. Yeah. How, yeah. how you were able to bring this like biblical story to life through these characters. And, and Samuel just like calls out Saul, like towards the beginning of the book and that's my favorite part of chapter one. Yeah. Like he just, he, I think the panel, he like points at him and he just yells and he's just like, yeah, whoa. Okay. Yeah. We're not yeah, messing you, around here. You know what though? I mean, I, I really, really, you know, when I, when I did that scene, I said, you know, I'm, we're not, dominion isn't word for word uh, from the Bible, but we do hit the plot points. We hit the right. major plot points. Yeah. And so that one scene where uh, he is at um, uh, at the end of the battle, they're at the altar of God or the Almighty in this story, and it's like Saul has the hubris to say, "I did everything that the Almighty told me to do," 
And Samuel's like, no, you didn't. (laughs) (laughs) Here's why. And this is why God is the almighty is taking the kingdom away from you. Um, And so, you know, and the thing is, uh, you know, I, I, I chose to portray Samuel as a, a raven because he is old and wise and you would immediately think, oh, he should be an owl. I'm like, no, he's a little kind of cunning and he's mm-hmm. a, he's got that little mischievous side to him. He seemed yeah. very snarky when I was reading, reading in the Bible. He seemed right. very snarky, oh, yeah. but he's also very, very forceful. I saw this painting mm-hmm. once. And by the way, I love I love um, classic art. And I, I, I've had some training in art history. This is why I apply some of that to my to my uh, artwork. Uh, I saw this classic painting. I can't remember who did it, but it was this picture of this very scene. And Agag is at the altar and Samuel is holding a sword. And I'm like, yes. okay, <laughs> that's where we're, we're doing that. We're going there. And Epic. so I'm like, that's who Samuel is. Samuel is the one who un- will, will, without flinching, pick up the sword and enact the almighty's justice. And I'm like, I need to portray that and make it cool. And then, by the way, kudos to my artist, Chris Hunt, who... <laughs> he just killed it. He, did, he killed man. it in that he one did. scene. So, yeah. but uh, but yeah, man. You know, I mean the 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 Bible, and I can, I tell people this all the time. You know, if you like Game of Thrones type stuff, you would love this stuff. And yes. if you've never read First Samuel, yeah, you Game of Thrones ain't got nothing on First Samuel. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's got some wacky really stuff does, and stories going on in and and like judges too, like we were talking about and earlier. Judges, like the yeah. Old Testament has some crazy stories. Crazy. That's, and in this case as well, translates super well to the comic book like narrative. Like I I think it just and I was blown away because again, I've consumed a decent amount of Christian media. And this is by far the best Christian comic book that I've ever read. Thank and you. it's, yeah, Thank it's you. again, this is something that I would tell if you're, if you're not a Christian out there that we, we have quite a few uh, listeners who are not Christians. This is a quality comic book. This is not a solely Christian, like obviously it is a Christian comic book, but like you will enjoy it whether you, um, you know, are Christian or not. So check out well, my, chapter my, one. I would, I would, I have a twin brother. My, my twin brother is not a Christian. As a okay. matter of fact, he's furthest from it. But he read Dominion and he called me up and he said, bro, you did it. That he is said, awesome. I love it. And I'm like, OK, that tell that told me that one phone call told me everything I needed to know. I'm like, OK, Jesus, this is this is you. This is not me. This is you trying to reach people. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Um, that's, I just wanted to point out a couple things about chapter one. If you guys have not read chapter one, uh, you can go to terminusmedia.com to get a hold of chapter one, which is available now. You can get the hard copy, you can get a digital copy. Um, and, uh, the next chapter dominion chapter two is going to be dropping December 23rd. Is that correct? Yeah. In okay. digital, in digital December 23rd. Digital. And then of course, uh, the print copies, are going to be uh in january and okay. um the we have special editions uh we can you can find that on our on our website it'll connect you to our indiegogo page awesome. uh we have uh, a lot of swag and and some really cool special editions uh we have a, a a book one and book two kind of a trade 
uh, but it's a hardback, beautifully, you know, printed hardback copy of chapters one and two, plus some behind the scenes uh, artwork. Mm-hmm. And so that's on there as well. And then, of course, we have some Chrome editions of Chapter One oh, and Chapter Two. Chrome, Chrome editions. So <laughs> you could go to the the Indiegogo page. And, okay. And, uh, well, now now I got to go back and and check out all this stuff. I, I don't have. I don't care if I have a hard copy. If there's a Chrome copy, I might there's have a, to go back. Yeah, and get the, the Chromebooks, man. I'm like, I can do it in Chrome. Okay, yes, let's do it. In okay, Chrome. obviously, <laughs> like that's that's so cool. Okay, so okay, Chapter Two. Dropping digital December 23rd. Yeah. So we left off uh, chapter one and we kind of saw a little, you know, the direction that we're heading here. Um, mm-hmm. We saw that they're on the, on the brink, on the edge of war. And we saw yeah. the, the giant footprint from, you know, yes. what I assume to be Goliath coming. Yes. And are we going to see that mm-hmm. in chapter two? Can you give a uh, deep, deets about yeah. that at this point yeah no i can i can i can okay. and by the way you guys if you haven't read chapter one there's going to be some spoilages so yes absolutely <laughs> so please go uh out. you know go uh, fast forward to to a little bit further ahead but but um uh you know the seraphim marines found the footprint um of goliath at, at when he destroyed the outpost at libna um and uh so we see this kind of an impending threat um, we won't see Goliath in book three, uh, in book two. Okay. We won't see him in book three either. Um, it's just the dominion is going to be, gonna be s- it's, it's a build up. Now, here's the thing. I, I initially planned, uh, planned it to be earlier, but the more we're writing, you know, we were like, wait a minute, we need, we can't just restrict this to three books. I mean, we need to, this needs to go as long as it needs there's, to go. Yeah. There's so much story to be told in, in all of these old Testament books, but I mean, the story yeah. of David is one that can be stretched very far. So yeah. I'm glad that you guys made the to, decision. We need to, to make it breathe. We need to make it breathe. And so um, it's going to be a, a minute. So we, the thing is, if you look at dominion, it is, and maybe I'm being uh, a little bit uh, prescient about this, but uh, Dominion feels is going. It already does feel, and is going to feel like um, a Netflix streaming series. It's like a, a long movie that you know gives you hours and hours of, of depth. And so, um, and I see this being one of these days uh, a, a TV show. So I'm speaking it into existence. <laughs> so, but uh, <laughs> oh my goodness, but uh, but chap. Chapter two, though, uh, is uh, it's going to be very Star Warsy, okay? So okay. Uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of space. So get ready for it. I love it. There's going to be some fighting, some stuff, and uh, and uh, you're going to see Michael. Chapter two is actually it has a, an A story and a B story. Uh, chapter two is the the continuation of the end thought from chapter one, where. Uh, Jonathan is recounting to his mom uh, how his father hasn't been giving him respect at all. He, as a matter of fact, he disrespected him in front of the generals. Uh, and as a matter of fact, he tried to kill him at the end of the last battle. And so chapter two is going into the recap of this battle of Mishmash where and you can see this in the bible i think it's uh for samuel 13 where uh jonathan and his armor bearer 
they actually, through the, the power of God, take down a Philistine garrison. Well, in book two of Dominion, Jonathan and his co-pilot are going to do the same thing. Uh, and uh, we're going to kind of see some some really serious stuff. But I, I, I stretch out that story a little bit. And so, uh, you know, there it's going to be space and, and fighters. And so Jonathan is a fighter pilot and that's what he does. Nice. But um, the B story is going to be Michael. And the B story is it actually could be the A story because Michael's story is very, very important because she longs to be more than just a pampered princess sitting in a, in a palace. Mm -hmm. Now, the queen expects her to to do princessly duties, but you know, Michael wants to be a fighter. And as a matter of fact, Michael is looking at Dominion and seeing what's really happening on the borders. As Saul's madness increases, Dominion starts to crumble at the borders. And this is why the Philistines are ready to, to come in and, and invade because they see that too. But Michael is very smart. She sees it happening and she, in her own way, tries to mitigate that decline. And this is through initially indirect action, but then it's gonna to have to be through direct action. And I don't know if you guys see, uh, if you're not uh, following the Instagram, follow it because I show you a lot yeah. of stuff. Yeah, you guys have been posting a ton of like sneak peeks of the graphics. We overshare. And it's, it's, we, we overshare. <laughs> I, I'm not mad about it. Like I see them and I think they all look fantastic. So keep oversharing yeah. for us. <laughs> yeah. And so Michael, she she secures her, her dad's old mech armor. Oh, and uh, she, she and her and her handmaiden actually go to try to see if they can help, and so that's going to be the B story. Man, and, uh, I yeah, love so the direction you guys two. are taking with the mechs too. Like that is that is a really cool. I mean, what I think is so cool is that you guys have made this like, you know, the space story. And but the thing is, you've integrated the biblical story into that environment so well like i love how you kept the like the biblical names of the places one of my favorite like there's a there's like a map um in kind of the preview yeah. stuff and it like has just like you know all the planetary like systems and stuff and it has like all the names of the planets mm -hmm. and stuff and i'm like this is amazing i love that you guys kept all of the biblical names for all of that because i feel like it it just it brings yeah. me back to the biblical story in first Samuel, mm -hmm. as opposed to kind of, you know, making it just like based on that story and doing your own thing. Yeah. Like it's, but you know I what though, so I cool. got, I got a little bit of flack for doing that. Um, and it was, it was a choice I, I decided to make. I want to keep all the names the same because this is the same story. Uh, it's, it's told in a different way, but you know, some people were like, well, you know, why did you have to it's too it, why does it have to be based on the bible and what and this is from people who are not christian obviously right and i'm like because it's my story <laughs> i can do whatever i want <laughs> it's my comic i'm a christian yeah. i i'm a christian i love jesus and 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 this is what i do so you know if you don't like it then don't read it you know yeah. i mean but but a lot of a lot of uh my fans are non-christians they're just mm -hmm. they're just they're just nerds they're just fanboys and they just Amen. like a good story and you know my thing is you don't you don't lead with that underlying message you infuse it and right. because i am a christian because god is infused in my life it has no i have 
I can't do anything but put him in my book and in my story, but I got to create solid characters based off of these wonderful historical figures. And, you know, I, I love the fact that, you know, uh, we're trying to uplift uh, the female characters, the women characters in a way that they, they, that they don't get in, in the Bible, because of course it's cultural and this is the time it was written. Sure. But it's like, you know, my thing is, why not right now? Because little girls read comics too, and Absolutely. they need role models too. And so instead of relying upon Wonder Woman and Captain Marvel and all those, why can't we give them good, solid biblical character characters that they can then sure. go back and see where yeah. these women really came from and what were their roles in the Bible? Okay, so this is where your ideas for uh, further comic book, uh, you know, plots and stuff like that. You bring in judges and you've got like Deborah and you've got um, Deborah. Is it JL with the, the spike? That oh yeah! Totally oh, yeah. destroys is like that, puts is that the ten- Judith. I can't remember who that was. I think it's but... J- it starts with the J. But like, I, I mean, you've Judith. got stories of some pretty awesome, like God fearing women in Judges and and throughout the Bible that you can absolutely put into a comic book storyline. So there you go. You can reference that again. I'll I'll, I'll uh, make you, sure brother. I send you a link to the the podcast episode so you can yeah. <laughs> so you can like reference said, this for later. The check is in the mail, Isaac. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it, man. All right. Well, thank you so much. That's like way more of a peek into chapter two than I expected. Mm. And I'm all mm-hmm. for it. I'm I'm I was already pumped for chapter two, but this talk has absolutely reinvigorated my excitement for chapter two of dominion so what i want to do uh baron right now is i want to give you just like two minutes to tell us where we can find um everything you said you have an indiegogo um we'll put links for everything in the in the um show notes as well so it'll be easy access for the infinity bros Mm -hmm. universe but just tell us a little bit of um again where when things are coming out where you can sure. find them and and all of that yeah. stuff. So uh, Dominion Chapter 2 is coming out uh, December the 23rd. Um, you can find that at www.terminusmedia.com. Now that's digital. Uh, in January, the print will be released. And of course, the special editions in February. Um, but uh, you can access the Indiegogo through Terminus Media. So if you go to the website, and you click on it, there's a pop-up that just pops up that says chapter two, and you click on it and then it'll take you directly to the Indiegogo page. So it's really one website that you gotta go to to access everything. Um, also, we just started a new show on YouTube. It's a uh, it's an art show, <laughs> basically. Uh, yeah, art cool. tutorial a show called Concept Art for Comics with Dr. Bell. And basically I take some of my Dominion artwork and other things and um, walk you through like a time lapse of how it was created. I tell you all of the tools I use, the, the techniques. So it's pretty much you getting That's college really cool. education in comics for free. <laughs> uh, giving us free yeah, lessons. On, really? On no, you don't have books. to pay to go to Liberty to get some of that. Uh, <laughs> but, awesome. uh, but also, you know, I, I have a couple of friends in the industry who might stop by and do the same thing and, and uh, have some of their work broken down basically it's breaking down the process from start to finish of how something is created so concept art with comics on youtube also you can get that uh, access that through terminusmedia.com 
Awesome. That is, that is amazing. We're so excited for chapter two. Um, we will, I will be reviewing that again on the daily snap on the infinitybros.com. So infinity bros, you get your copy ahead of everybody else. So, so, so check buddy. your email. Let's go. <laughs> I, I send out the press. I'll send out press copies. You'll get yours. Uh, you know, so everybody who's, who's my buddies in, in the, in the media will get their copies before everybody else. I'm your buddy. Oh, yeah. I love, I love You're, to hear that. Yes. You guys are my buddies, man. I that, love it. Especially after that review you wrote, come on. <laughs> yeah, man. Pretty, Absolutely. Pretty I was, I was stoked to write that review. Like there's a lot of things it, as a content creator, not everything you're excited about doing like you you do a lot of things just because you have to to get the word mm -hmm. out to do all this stuff i was excited to write that review because this Man, is a comic awesome. that i'm excited about so thank you again for being on with us baron it has been a blast i appreciate um, it man so yeah look out for chapter two infinity bros universe terminusmedia.com is where you can find all of the links everything uh, that is going on with the dominion comic um and with Dr. Baron Bell. Oh, uh, by the way, uh, Dominion One is on Comicsology, so yes. if you want to just go directly to that, if you if you don't want to go through all the rigmarole of going yeah. to the website, yep. you can download it on your Comicsology app on uh, your Apple uh, iPad or Android device. That is awesome, and you can dive into the goodness of. Yeah, Dominion. the more accessibility for this comic, the better, because it is fantastic. Um, I actually, so I wrote this review. And I rated it. So our our um, I'm gonna actually have Max play our rating bumper in a bit here. But our rating system is out of six Infinity Stones. So Max, go ahead and play that right here. I actually rated um, Chapter One a five out of six Infinity Stones. And the only Get reason out. I didn't rate it a six out of six is because I'm I wanted more. I was like at the end of the story, I was like, <laughs> "Come on, man, you can't leave me oh, hanging yeah. like that." Yes, yes. <laughs> so when uh, I'll this comic, I'll take this, it. When this comic book is, I mean, if it ever is, like, I mean, maybe you guys just keep going. Maybe this becomes a recurring comic that that I will have to buy, you know, every whatever quarter or every, every, you know. Yeah, we, we plan on putting out four books a year. So, okay, yeah, um, quarterly, and, and that would be depending, awesome. Depending on, uh, you know, if, if we, you know, we're, we're really trying to grow the brand. Mm -hmm. And so this is why we do this and do the rounds because we want to get the more word, more people to kind of latch on to support indie comics, mm -hmm. support really good family-friendly media, help us to grow so that we can reach more people. I would love to be able to, to just send books to kids in under, undeveloped countries or even in undeveloped neighborhoods in the United States. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, just give it to them for free. Uh, you know, buy, buy a couple books for Christmas and then just give some to your grandkids or, your, or to your, your son, daughter or their friends. Mm -hmm. You know, if you if you know that there are kids in the neighborhood who don't know Jesus or have never read the Bible, buy some books, support a good a good cause. We are Christians. We love Jesus. We're trying to get people to read the Bible more as part of the mission of Dominion and just give them away. It's a good story, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I just want to thank you once again, uh, Baron, for coming on because it has been a blast. Uh, we're going to close out the episode here. Um, is there anything that you would like to, aside from uh, promoing chapter two, is there anything that you would like to share with the Infinity Bros universe? Um, you know, the, the main thing is just to support indie comics, even if it's not my book. 
-hmm. the the comic book industry is in flux right now because DC is imploding. Um, and there are a lot of artists who are out of work. A lot of creators who who they had to rush to get their books finished in order to get a paycheck. And so a lot of great artists are out there and they're they're creating their own books, they're putting them on Indiegogo or Kickstarter. I would say go and if you find a book that really resonates with you, just support it. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. know, they're just support the hustle. The <laughs> we artists, we're really trying to to, to do something good. Uh, there's some bad apples out there too, so be very discerning what you pick mm -hmm. up. But right. you know, listen, it, it's a it's a very good time to support indie comics right now. So that's that's the last word I want to leave. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on with us, Baron. It has been a pleasure to promote your comic because it is fantastic. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Thank you, Infinity Bros Universe, for making us a part of your day. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening. We thank you for being a part of the Infinity Bros universe. Definitely go and check out uh, Dominion, The Fall of the House of Saul, Chapter 1, and get your hype ready for Chapter 2 because it is coming soon and it is going to be awesome. Thank you, Infinity Bros universe. We love you 3000. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Infinity Bros podcast. You can find the Infinity Bros on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Infinity Bros. Feel free to send listener feedback via email at infinitybrospodcast at gmail.com. <laughs>